0: Hi, and welcome back. I have to apologise, I haven't been able to do as many podcasts as I would have liked. The summer, things get pretty hectic. But jumping into it, and I also think this week is going to be a great discussion, we're up to Mitzvah 45, Isser Ezeach, not to kill, not to hit, we're in the context of justice once again, but also it allows us to draw on something that emerges in this week's parasha, in relation to Ari Miklot, which we will discuss at the end. So. We're discussing this week the idea of Mitzvah 45 of Rav Hirsch in Chorev. Not to kill people, not to hit people. Now, I think if we focus on killing or hitting, the point that Rav Hirsch is doing is focusing in on an underlying philosophy or an underlying mindset that, is, that possesses a person who hits someone. A person says, look, I just hit them because I was angry. But it's not like that. To hit another person, you treat them as a thing. And this is what Rav Hirsch develops. Chazal refer to a person that hits someone as wicked, or even if you lift up your hand. And I think developing the conversation in the realm of striking someone makes it more relatable than if we develop it in the area of killing someone. So what is a person? And this becomes an interesting conversation within the secular context of why do I owe another person dignity? And this is an idea that's often going to come about again and again. Because obviously you can be moral, obviously you can be profound, obviously you can find meaning if you negate any sort of transcendence. But a person who looks at the world through the lens that they are not just their body, their body is an intricate part of them, but more akin to a tool than their very being. What I mean by that is... Religion, or Judaism specifically, does incorporate a certain dualism. That there is something more fundamental to you than your body. This isn't to negate the body. This isn't a platonic prison. Your body isn't bad. No, your body's essential. But it isn't the very essence of who you are. Now, why is this idea going to be central to Rav Hirsch's development of striking? Is because if I damage your body, I'm disregarding purpose you have in life to develop that idea again. People often say don't hit people because it's your body. Even if they would take a dualistic perspective, they'll look at it as being a tool that you are using. That's not really Rav Hirsch's focus. For Rav Hirsch, it's far more fundamental. To kill a person, to damage the very tool of interaction in the world, is a nihilistic stand. It's a stand saying you have no ends, you have no purpose, you have no meaning. You are just a means to my purposes. And Judaism rises and falls on the notion of ends, goals, mission. That is what Judaism is. We look at human beings in the world as having a purpose and having a role to play. To damage a person's body, not only are you disregarding something that is fundamental to them, as in belongs to them, that they use. That's one level. But on a deeper level, you're disregarding the purpose they're here to accomplish. You're disregarding the notion of purpose. You have what you want in the here and now and you will use them as a means rather than looking at them as ends in themselves. And human beings as being ends in themselves is a foundational principle of what it means to look at the world through the lens of a Jew or a lens of a genuine human. We look at all of humanity as being children of God. The Jewish people are the Bachar, but the Jewish people join the rest of the world in service of Hashem. Thereby, this moral will that we are trying to articulate in the world, that we are trying to enact in the world for a divine purpose, is done through our body. So it's not only it's mine, and thereby you're taking something away, you're hampering my ability to act in the world. That's on the level of pure justice, but on a more religious level, You're negating the notion of purpose. You're negating the notion that I am here to accomplish a goal. That, on a more fundamental level, is a turn away from what we're expected. So just to develop this idea again, a person asks the question, why can't I hit someone? Why can't I kill someone? Well, on the most basic level, the human level, which is, it's theirs. You know what it means to have a body. You know it's wrong to do that. But on a more foundational level, humanity is here to accomplish. Purpose is baked in. That's the religious claim. To damage someone's body is to say you don't have a purpose. I have purposes and I will use you as a means to my purposes. We use animals as means to our goals, means to our ends. To do to a human being the same is to treat a human being like an animal. That's sort of Hirsch's general thesis when it comes to don't hurt other people. And the language we use to justify this, to point to that undefinable aspect, essential aspect of man, that is living out a purpose in this world, is akin to what we mean by the Almighty. The Almighty transcends, but we refer to Hashem as being that invisible, hence we cannot see, Akin to a personality with goals. Now, obviously, language breaks down here, but the point we're making is: by the same notion, Hashem has goals in the world, and mankind lives that goal out. We have goals in the world, and our body lives that out. So, to draw this to this week's parasha, in we're, we're talking about masseh the Torah ends with *ori miklot*, and Rav Hirsch points out that the focus on the value of human life, almost through a back door, to say the importance of human life, don't kill. Human life is valuable, that is a beautiful message, but the Torah ends on a more potent expression of that message that even inadvertent killing is focused on in such a profound way. The value of human life that Eretz Yisrael, the Jewish people, are supposed to propagate is being articulated and focused on at the end of the journey of the Jewish people in the desert. And refersh once again draws it into a broader picture, and with this we'll end. There are three principles the Tyra stands on. And these three principles he draws out from Malachi in Perik, Vav, Posuk, Ches. The idea that you are here to do three things. Hashem calls upon you for three things. Justice, mercy, and moral sanctification. The moral sanctification is the living out of your life with moral purpose. That is what God calls on you. That is all that God asks of you. And Rav Hirsch says the notion of Selem Elohim, the notion of the image of God being implanted within our psyche is essential to each one of these steps. So to play out the structure of Malachi, I and you are created in the image of God. For justice to be meaningful, that you deserve justice, is that you are created in the image of God, that you have purpose that you have a value, that you have a reason to be beyond the fact that I recognize you as a human being. I owe you my justice. Mercy and moral sanctification is a recognition that I am created in the image of God, that I have responsibilities. I have purpose. And it's this idea of purpose that we see as the, the trail throughout this conversation. Purpose is what transcends my physical experiences, There is something that I am choosing to do that I think is needed in the cosmic sense. That is the image of God being expressed by Rav Hirsch. That if I am in the image of God, I have the responsibility to live out mercy and live out moral sanctification, even if it's difficult. So, Rav Hirsch says that if we drain this this image of God or this principle of something unique about humanity... Well, then we flatten everything out. If we flatten everything out, then the mankind and the animal kingdom equalize in a very bizarre way. And we see this in today's culture. The idea that we flatten the land, we re-embed humanity back into the natural world. And by doing so, we lose what makes us distinctly human. People say, I will choose purpose for myself, I will choose meaning, and people can, of course. But you lose something very fundamental when your meaning becomes self-imposed rather than imposed from outside. Imposed from outside means that there is something outside the system that is calling on me. I can transcend the system, I can choose in freedom, but if you flatten everything out well then we are one with the animal kingdom. Free will becomes meaningless. Ultimate purpose becomes meaningless. And for a discussion another time, this is Rav Hirsch's entire construct of what impurity is for the Jewish people. So just to recap our conversation, the image of God implanted in man. Man has an essence, and that essence is lived out through his body and that lived out is in purpose in the world. To strike a man, to kill a man or a woman is to negate that, not only on the most basic level that I am performing an injustice because I know what it means to be human, but on a deeper level, I'm betraying a completely polluted worldview, one that is nihilistic, one that denies human beings as having intrinsic, called upon purpose, and that way of looking at the world is what we are trying to stand against when we talk about mankind being created in the Selem Elohim and then we developed it into the Ari Miklot, killing inadvertently, and the focus the Taya has on even inadvertent killing. And we drew that out with a statement of Malachi. Without the image of God, justice, mercy, and moral sanctification of the individual become very difficult. But once we implant the image of God into man, justice that I owe to you because you are imbu- imbued with the image of God mercy and moral sanctification that I have to draw out from myself and live out in the world is because I am created in the image of God, because I have responsibility and I have purpose. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful upcoming Shabbos.